What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Program created by Rio Grande. Los Angeles Police calling all cars, sent all cars, broadcast 264, regarding a robbery at the Federal Reserve Bank. Assist the officers. That's all. Roll Precaution is taken nowadays to safeguard the food of the city. Rio Grande is just as particular about the health of your automobile. I believe you'll agree that we'd be very foolish indeed if, after all the painstaking care and engineering genius employed in making this pure 100% keratin based motor oil, we sold it in bulk, thus allowing dust and grit to get into it. Spent into your motor and eventually paying havoc to this delicate mechanism. No real loop must reach the crankcase of your motor as pure, clean, strong, and possibly undiluted as when it leaves the refinery. And it does. Thanks to the hermetically sealed camper proof can, in which this great lubricant is exclusively sold. Because of this precaution, we can guarantee that real lube does not, cannot break down under the most intense heat of your motor in entire speed. That real lube, smooth, rapid flow to every part of your motor cannot be slowed up even by zero weather. Everyone should have this maximum all weather protection that costs only a quarter of a quart. Get it tomorrow morning when you drive in for that tankful of real brand crash, the gasoline that meets every emergency with real police car performance. confidential files of the Los Angeles Police Department. Therefore, Chief of Police Davidson has asked Captain Russell Smith of the robbery detail to open our program. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Occasionally, the work of the law enforcement officer becomes very amusing in retrospect. Tonight's story is such a case. Although the work at the time was most serious, and looking back on it, 
the officers concerned were more amused and startled by the bizarre outcome. In spite of the fact that a crime had been committed, the circumstances were such that it partook of the nature of the left. The seeming unintelligence of the criminal turned out to be, however, a very carefully assumed condition. But it was a condition that made the work of the officers extremely hard. I will tell you more of the story at the end of the program. At 10 minutes past 8 on the night of Friday, November 4th, 1926, three members of the Los Angeles Police Department, Lieutenant Hoster, and Detectives Tom O'Brien and Bud Curtis, were being ushered into an office of a bank at 2nd and Spring Street. Mrs. Murray, is your gentleman a policeman, a powerful answer to see you all? Oh, good evening, gentlemen. I'm sorry I couldn't have missed you. I've got a problem on my hands. The books just won't balance. Are you the manager of this grand bank? Oh, dear, no, I wouldn't think of exciting a manager over such a small matter. You see, there's only $74,000 missing. Only $74,000 stolen, and there's nothing to get excited about. Now, please don't misunderstand me. I didn't say it was stolen. We just can't find it, and I've been checking the books all day to see if there had been a counting error. But I can't find that either. Uh, do you mind if I ask what you called the police for if you didn't think it had been stolen? But the idea of anyone stealing from the Federal Reserve Bank is preposterous. I called it because I just didn't know what else to do. Okay. But, yeah, uh, go bring that public janitor back here. Now, look, Mr. Smith, you have $74,000. Now, you don't have it. Let's play a little game and pretend it was stolen. Well, this is really very serious. But I don't see how it could possibly have been. Why don't you just tell us all about it, eh? We're not bookkeepers, but we can put two and two together, and lots of times we get the right answer. Well, yesterday at closing time, we stuck $370,000 in gold certificates into the vault clerk. $370,000. There was one bundle of uh, $74,000 that had been set aside to redeem damaged currency. Yeah. But it was put on the truck and wheeled into the vault with the rest of the money. When the truck was brought out this morning, it wasn't better, actually. It's the strangest thing. I've been checking and checking all the live long day, and I'm just stumped. You're stumped? <laughs> we're given a time to get halfway across the country. And I suppose you'll think we're inefficient if we don't go lay our hands right on the crook. Crook? How can you say such a thing? Now, let's get down to business. How many vault clerks were there? Two. I thought you might want to talk to them. I'll go get you for What do you make of the town? It's an inside job. It's got to be. But I almost wish it wasn't because it's got to be plenty tough. Yeah, all these federal places seem to think an employee would be stuck dead if he looked cross out of the dollar bill. Here's the gambler, Tom. Uh, you stick around, Wes. We want to talk to you. Where are you? I think this is a hall, sir. They've all been here over ten years. That's from my inside. Uh, what's your name? John Reynolds. This is Frank Parsons. Mm-hmm. So he came to my home for dinner and stayed all evening, and I drove him to his home. And I drove back to my home. We didn't know anything about the shortage until we came to work this morning. This morning. We'll take up on that later. Who else had access to the vault? Nobody. Uh, who might have gotten in there after you took the truck with the money on it in there? No one came in there. You locked the vault shortly after 4.30 and left. Who saw you take the truck in there? Any number of employees. I couldn't say who they were. Did uh, anyone come near the truck as you were wheeling it in? No. Why should they? Why should they? Listen, Mr. Ahmed. Uh, you don't understand. All of our people are completely trustworthy. 
they have to have the best of recommendations before we hire them. Yeah, we know all about that, but uh, uh, what have you got this janitor here for? Well, he was probably nearest to the truck. He was sweeping the floor. So I asked him to stay the night until you got here. All right. Did he come near the truck or didn't he? No. No one came near it. Okay, that's the way it is. Now, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. You two vault clerks are the last ones who saw that bundle of money. I'm going to give you just three minutes to think of some tangible clue to its disappearance. If you can't tell me more than you have, I'm going to take you in. Oh, but you can't do that. I can't find the cook from what you told me either, but I'll do it just the same. Hey, uh, hey, hey, how are you going? You all me, Lisa. Yes, you. Well, I've got some cleaning up to do. Well, you stay right here. We've got some cleaning up to do, too. Yeah, I For your sake, you've done some fast thinking. Are you ready to talk? Well, I don't like to say anything that might sound as though we were putting the blame on somebody else to protect ourselves. Don't worry about that, Arnold. Just fill it. Well, I was talking to one of the guards today, and he said he saw Welch, the janitor here, taking his overalls home with him. They were rolled up in a bundle. Is that right, Wes? No. Oh, don't tell me now. Let me guess. You were taking him home to have him walk, weren't you? You'll have to give us something better than that, boy. You can see he has clean overalls on. And you said yourself he didn't come near the truck. The only other thing I can tell you is Wes told the guard he was quitting his job Monday. Well, well, now that is something. There was $74,000 he'd either tell his feet to get going or be smart enough to stay around for a few months. He wouldn't quit on Monday. Why are you quitting on Monday, Wes? Did you come into an inheritance? Come into an inheritance? Why are you leaving this job? Have you got another one? Yeah. Where are you going to work? Uh, let me see. I don't exactly know. Oh, uh, I see. You mean you're going to work for someone else, but you haven't decided who it's going to be yet, huh? I can't figure things out powerful like that. Well, you've not had too much called William, but he seems you have the highest recommendation. I looked up his application today. I can tell you anything you want to know about it, including the fact that he didn't take the door. Does he know it? No? Uh, I don't suppose it'll do any good to ask Wes. He probably wouldn't know what yes, huh? But of course, I, uh, I remember he's... Yes, he's married and lives at the, the Evening Star Apartments on Central Avenue. Hmm. Evening Star Apartments. I'll tell you what we'll do, Mr. West. <clears throat> Let you and I take a little ride out to your house. Uh, one to meet the family and all that sort of thing. Uh-huh. Sure, sure. We'll just take pop luck. I don't know how you all could do that. And my wife, she's awful fussy about who I bring around. Hmm. If she's out tonight, anyhow. Oh, that's all right. I'll even help you crawl in the window. She has you locked up. Let's go. But Miss Oliver, she ain't, uh, I ain't got a wife. Uh, Mr. West, do you mean an employee has so misrepresented his status? And in the evening style apartment? Well, I don't live out there. I just said I had a wife because I thought to. Uh, I'd have more chance of getting a job if I had a wife. You think uh, I'd be more of a responsible man? Well, I think you're a responsible man, Wes. So we're going for a little ride. Just because I think you're responsible for $74,000. Sure. Now, look, Wes. We'll get your house in a few minutes. We'll get the money and everything will be cleared up except one thing. Why did you steal it? I, I don't know, darling. I didn't steal nothing, no. Listen, Wes, we know how to do this. 
sweeping the floors of some time by. A person looking at the package of the truck to wrap it up in the overalls and brought it home. Now, why'd you feel it? I wouldn't feel nothing, no. Only that kind of a bell. What does your wife think about you having all that money? Well, we don't think nothing about anything, because I ain't got a wife. Does she know you haven't got a wife? Makes ought to be in this block, Papa. Yeah, it's quite a neighborhood, isn't it? Hey, what are you stopping here for? It's a big lot. What? Hey, are you sure this is the place? This is the address you gave us. All right, now come on, Mr. West. Just tell us where you really live. We have all evening and lots of lots of gasoline. Well, I don't live no place here. I just sleep in empty houses and places like that. Oh, come on. Let's lock him up and find out where he lives tomorrow. He's getting enough. I'm going to get this cleared up tonight. Now, for the last time, Wes, where do you live? A place on 16th Street. I can't remember the number. I'll tell you all when we get there, though. Let's go, Hopson. we got another clue. Oh, this looks like an empty house. Of course it's an empty house. Mr. West lives here. Well, I'll do it. Listen, West. I'm getting sick and tired of your soul, and it isn't going to get to any place. It's getting up someplace, all over Los Angeles. Now, are you going to tell us where you live along with you? Well, I'm with a powerful lot You all got me so excited. I was all mixed up. Oh, you couldn't drive so fast, Arthur. You've got me to work all excited. Well, let everybody be real calm. <laughs> Try to think of something soothing, West, like a, like a piece of watermelon. Yeah. Now, look, where do you live? Well, I reckon it's over yonder on 24th Street. You reckon that's really the place? Well, hard to stop it, Hopper. You got another reckoning. But far as he would, or wouldn't, West could not remember exactly where he lived. He led the officers all over the southwestern part of Los Angeles. Finally, their patients and gasoline exhausted, they came to a halt on a dusty side street. That's the motor, Arthur. Let's get up and set the lady. You stay in the car, Wes. Yes, that imagination of yours, because it's really going to get a work it over. Yeah. Not sure, sir. We should have thrown him in a can. Person here, I'd like to make his memory wake up with a good poke in the snoo. I mean, too, he's making muggies out of it. I'll just hope it's all to do. Hey, wait a minute. It can't be. What if it's illegal? Not too right. It's not legal. Much as I'd like to get around Mr. Wilson and the technicality, it still would be against the law. Oh, wait a minute, you guys. Of course, we aren't really going to harm our forgetful friend, but there's no law that says we can't think about it, is there? Yes, there is. I've broken a study. There's no law that says we can't speak our thoughts out loud to the prison, is there? Yes, there is. I've never heard of it. Okay, what are we looking for? Boy, he's beating around the bush with it long enough. Now it's our turn to do a bit of beating. Oh, well, what's y'all getting at? We're going to get at you, sonny boy. Huh? Yeah, we try to be nice to him, but we don't seem to understand that sort of thing. Well, Hartley, get that rope out to send it to the front seat. Rope? What's all messing around with rope? Oh, this is going to hurt us more than it does him. Oh, I can't help it if my memory won't promulgate. Uh, I I can't. If we don't make him look where he went last night, yeah. Tell yeah. us where he put the money he stole. Oh, I didn't steal no money. I just couldn't do nothing like that. I was a good boy. All right. You're a good boy. Are you a good runner? I was a very good... Uh-huh. 
It doesn't look as though it's even been opened. Oh, that's just a pair of here in one corner. Any of it missing? Let's see. It was in thousand dollar bundles. Yes, they're some gone. I'll tell you how much in a minute. Oh, are we going to have to start all over again? All right, Wes. Where's the rest of the money you took? I didn't take no money. Honest, I did. If you say that just once again, I'll... Oh, what's the use? Come on, Wes. It won't do any good to hold out on us now. I ain't holding out on y'all. I'll give you all the money back. Y'all think I'd keep just a little bit of money when I could have had all of it? Most five thousand dollars, I guess. Five thousand? Most five thousand as high as you can count with. Well, it didn't do no count. It's just twenty-one hundred dollars short, gentlemen. Twenty-one hundred, huh? Okay, let's start all over again. Why did you keep that little bit of money? Where did you put it? What did you do with it? Think of the trouble you're causing. Think, think, think of it. And think of your man again, Tuck. Now, listen, let me tell you all something. There were twenty-one one hundred dollar bills. Why did you have to have broken a spell? If anybody says start over... Hey, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute, hold everything. Look at that. I've got a little bit of, uh, little in this pocket. Here, give it to me. Seven, nine, ten. Ten hundred dollars? No, just ten single dollars. And a little bit here in this here pocket. Now, let me count this. Maybe I'll be lucky. Ten, fifteen, twenty. And a little bit in this here pocket. Let me try my luck. Maybe I'll hit the jump pot. Ten, twelve, fourteen, fifteen. That makes forty-five dollars altogether. And this rate will be here all night if it's pocket hold out. But the space of this thing is driving me nuts. Come on, Wes. Come on. Where's the rest of it? Never. That's all. The beautiful simplicity of it. Wait. Well, maybe if I go through his pocket, we have more luck. Oh, still, Davis. Don't know why he didn't do that before. Oh, forty-five dollars wouldn't prove anything unless he is money. Unless I'll do I did take one bill out that there package here. Oh, sister. And I spent five hours for some clothes. But, uh, I'll give that back to you if you want me to. What? You mean to say you're actually admitting that you stole five dollars? Uh, no, sir. I didn't steal nothing, no. Um, have you asked for it? Uh-uh. What's this? A sales receipt for a Durant automobile dated yesterday. Three hundred dollars made out the west. So, you sold an automobile for three hundred dollars yesterday. Yes, sir. Old Tri been riding around. That explains where he got the forty-five dollars. But he's already admitted he stole the fifty dollar bill from the package. I tell you all, I didn't steal it. In my entire career as a detective, I've never been so completely befuddled. I can't help wanting to believe it. that. Hey, look, Bud. Why don't you look through my pocket? Then maybe I've shown it. <laughs> if I may offer a suggestion. Oh, no, you don't, Mr. Smith. No. We're mixed up enough as it is without any help along that line from you. Are you sure you're looking all his pocket buttons? Yeah, he's as clean as a whistle. Wait a minute. I took that back. Well, his overalls are clean anyway. No, I mean, I missed this pocket. It's a parking lot ticket. So what? Yeah, but it's dated today. Today? And he sold his car yesterday. Well, what have you got parked in there on this ticket? Uh-huh. You heard me. If you sold your car yesterday, what did you park in this lot today? Oh, let me see. Yeah. I can't remember rightly. Oh, oh, there goes his memory again. Well, that's a sign we're on the track of something. Yes, I think so. But if West thinks he's going to take us to every other park in town before he remembers which one, I'm going crazy. Hmm. No chance. The address is on the ticket. That's the first place we've had tonight. Let's go. These gentlemen have overlooked the psychological envelope. Maybe we have, Mr. Smith, but you look at the psychology and we'll look for the money. Come, come, Mr. West, and this time we'll lead the way. Yeah, 
I'm afraid you do, Russ. I'd like to believe you, but the evidence is pretty much against you. And the evidence? What's against me? Well, because you stole that package. Otherwise, how could it have gotten to your house? Well, I'm just doing my job as Jonathan caretaker. Just doing his job as Jonathan caretaker. Wait a minute. Wait just a minute. What do you mean, Russ? Oh, I always take on the trash and stuff and sweep up the floor. Mrs. Smith, you know that. Yes, I know that, Russ. And when I get the job here, the man, he says it's $15 a week and what I found. Found? Wait a minute. What's the Would it have been possible for that package to be knocked against the wall as the truck was being wheeled into the box? Quite possible. And would it be possible, as it was knocked off, to have fallen onto the floor? That's a psychological angle, boys. Well, did he feel it? No, I didn't feel nothing. No, I was going up, found that package on the floor. And it's there. I can keep everything I found on the floor. At the moment, Captain Smith will complete our program. In the meantime, friends, whenever you look at the gauges on your instrument panel, think of Rio Grande's great combination of protection and power. For the safest and surest protection that money can buy for your motor, Rio Lube Motor Oil. For maximum power at minimum cost, Rio Grande Craft, the police car performance gasoline. And now, Captain Smith. Wes was tried in the superior court, but he stuck to his story. The arresting officers felt that they had resorted to methods which, in their opinion, might be construed as intimidating. For that reason, they refused to appear against West. He was found guilty, however, and sentenced to a year in the county jail. That's his sudden smith. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. 
But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.